0: Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. If you are able to stand once again in your living room or your den, wherever you are, I'm glad that you are tuning in. And again, God bless you from Old Town Temecula, the worldwide broadcasting center. Old Town Temecula, reaching people around the world, The Gospel of Jesus Christ on a beautiful Sunday Easter morning in SoCal. Scripture here is in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. The Bible says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. That's what caught my attention here. A lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. There's a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I want to talk to you this morning about these two words. Why Easter? Why Easter? Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, I pray today. As we stream again into the homes of your wonderful people, those that are leaning in for a rhema word of God on this beautiful Easter morning, I pray, God, that the anointing that I feel in this pulpit, in the building, in the sanctuary of Old Town Temecula, God, will just disperse itself like a rushing mighty wind, like it was on the day of Pentecost. Let Acts chapter 2 come alive from this house And blow into every neighborhood and every street, every alley, every den, every living room, every car. And reach the people of God today to bring hope. I anoint them to hear the word. Lord, I pray you would anoint me to speak the word. I ask this humbly as your servant for this Sunday morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Together, let's just simply say amen which is let it be so God bless you for standing. If you were able to this morning, you can be seated in your home and where you may be. I want to talk to you about why Easter. The universal question is why we ask it all the time. So let's have some fun and ask some non so deep questions about why some of these are going to kind of be like dad jokes. So let me just tell you on the front ends, courtesy laughs are appreciated. So, why do people say, slept like a baby when babies wake up every two hours? Why do fat chance and slim chance have the same meaning? Why? Why are there no B batteries? Come on, remember, courtesy laughs appreciated. Why do we put suits in a garment bag and put garments in a suitcase? Some of you asking yourself the question now, why did I log on to this broadcast this morning? Why? That's a very good question. Have you ever been in a conversation with a child or your child, and you're telling them something, and you're trying to explain it, and they simply come back to you, why? We tell them, I need you to do this. I need you to be here. I need you over there so that we can get on the same page and make things better. And then they ask you the question, why for instance you need to brush your teeth why because clean teeth are happy teeth why because they're healthier when they're clean why because you have a lot of germs in your mouth and that's bad why because they make your teeth fall out and you don't want that why because if you ever want to get married teeth are helpful why Because dentists are very expensive. Do you hear my voice going up? That's like with our kids. Why? Because their schools cost a lot of money. Why? Because the training is important when it comes to your teeth. Why? I need you to do it now. Just do it. And we resort back to, because I said so. Don't ask me any more whys. But I think the funny thing in all of this, as we get older, because I said so, isn't really good enough, is it? Because you have deeper questions and you want to know the answer to why. Let me start with Easter. So I believe Easter is the ultimate answer to why. Let me give you the simple version of why Easter. And here it is. You see, God loved humanity so much that he robed himself in flesh and he came and he lived among us. He rose after the crucifixion And he sent us the Holy Spirit. That's the why of Easter. The Gospel of John chapter 14 in the NIV renders it this way, beginning with verse 18. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world would not see me anymore. But you will see me. Because I live, you shall also live. Verse 20. And on that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, And you are in me, watch this now, and I am in you. Why Easter? You see, the disciples watched him live out his godhood in their midst. Jesus came to heal people. He came to restore people. He came to raise them from the dead and to perform many, many miracles. But the religious leaders did not like him. They schemed against him. They said he is a friend of sinners. And so they got a plan together, a diabolical plan, but really it was the plan of God, unbeknownst to them. And they set out to crucify him. Because of that, he fulfills thousands of years of prophecy. He was getting beaten, torn apart, and nailed to a cross. And it atones the sins for the world. They crucified him, he dies. But as one song says, that's not how the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. Why Easter? I'm telling you why Easter, because after that, he appears to hundreds of people, and he ascends into the heavenlies, and he begins the greatest movement ever known to mankind. This is Easter, folks. This is Easter morning, and this is the awesome story about why Easter. Why does Easter matter? It's a good question. I'm glad you asked me. This is not a conversation like with our kids anymore about your teeth. This is not a conversation about trying to trick them into doing something. But this is the real question. Why Easter, sir? Why is the world pausing for Easter? You see, I think Peter paves the way for everybody to have a life Changing, transformational relationship with God. Peter was a rough and gruff fisherman. He was rough around the edges. He denies Christ. He curses to the little girl to prove, I don't know him. She runs off and she says, yes, you're part of him. And he tries to push himself, distance himself from Jesus. But it was that same Peter... That stood on the day of Pentecost with a transformational life and a relationship with Jesus Christ. It was the resurrection that it's real and it offers real hope for real life between now and eternity. I'm preaching this morning on this beautiful Easter Sunday about why Easter, because Easter is powerful. It's a part of the sequence of events that brings us the power as Pentecostals, that brings us the power as apostolic believers, that it's the Spirit of God that had to come through Easter through the man, Christ Jesus. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning of time. I want you to notice here in Ecclesiastes 3:11 the NIV version. It says here and I quote exactly, "He has also set eternity in the human heart somewhere in humanity there's a longing there's a pulse there's a heartbeat that god has already set eternity in our heart why easter because it gives us an opportunity to reconcile humanity and the flesh and the course of events that took place leading up to that Easter was the tipping point. Easter was the pivotal point. Easter was the goal line into God living inside of us. This is what I know here, that Jesus transformed people from the outside. But Easter transforms people from the inside. When he lives inside of you, he begins to make a difference on the inside. And when the inside is right, and when the inside is pure, and when the inside is holy, it begins to take care of the things on the outside. You see, Because of Calvary, because of Easter, I've been blood-bought. I've been baptized in the name of Jesus. Why Easter? Because I get excited because that's what took place for God to send his spirit that would dwell among us and inside of us, and it's the power that I'm preaching about today. Oh, come on in your little rooms. This is good preaching. Shout amen. amen. I heard someone ask why. Don't ask me that. I'm past that. Why Easter? Because of Easter. There was a day of Pentecost. And Pentecost was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The power. The resurrection power to to rise up from the old man. The lost creature. Living a life of degradation. But Easter. Why Easter? Because it was needful to facilitate the Holy Spirit. I want to Help us here this morning. If the Bible says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, then that spirit that you have of Jesus, if you've been blood bought and you begin to repent and you are baptized in a watery grave under the power of the name of Jesus, then he fills you with his spirit by the evidence of speaking in tongues. This is all after Easter. He came back to bring the power, the spirit you know what my friend listen to me I think we got a good deal right now we're living in the dispensation of grace when Jesus was on earth his 33 and a half years in order to get a touch from God from Jesus there God the spirit robing himself and his humanity to get blessed to be healed to see something happen of the supernatural you had to be where Jesus was but thank God for Easter and thank God for Calvary why Easter? because God is omnipresent now he's living in the church and the vessels of honor and the temples of the Holy Ghost that's why Easter is so important to us And so we celebrate it worldwide on this beautiful weekend, and we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But like the song says, that's not how the story ends. No, 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 no. Well, why doesn't it end that way? Because I said so. No, I'm just kidding. Because the word of the Lord says there's greater things that come after him when we believe. You want to understand about some of the great promises? You can do it when I'm done preaching and we log off, but... Just kind of skim through John chapter 14, the gospel of John. He says, in my father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place and that where I am there, ye may be also, me and you. He says, I'll not leave you comfortless, but I'll come again, and I'll come into you. And that's the beautiful thing about why Easter. I like what Peter said. Remember talking about a transformational relationship? A transformational gospel Peter the rugged rough crude fisherman took his words and just got to the point I'm not sure Peter was articulate I'm not sure he was dripping with diplomacy but he was passionate and the pendulum swung both ways in Peter's life but He finally comes back in contact with God again, and he reconciles, and God changes his life. And then now we pick up the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. And it says, then Peter. Wait a minute. Who? Are there different Peter? No, the same Peter. Why Easter? Because Easter is a transformational, monumental event that changes lives. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We could end right there. And you could say, hmm, okay. Why? My math is right. That's about 2,000 years ago. Yep, your math is... Spot on. But Acts chapter 2 and verse 39 is kind of where the boot drops. And it says this For the promise is unto you. That's us. Why Easter? Because a promise came after Easter. For the promise is unto you and to your children. And to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. What promise? The promise of the Spirit of God living in me. Why Easter? Because that's the monumental tipping point for people like you and I. And so churches all over the world. From the Vatican in Rome to a Pentecostal church in Old Town Temecula to a Pentecostal church in Brooklyn, New York to Miami, Florida to Seattle, Washington Toronto, Canada we are preaching The power of Easter. Why Easter? Because that opened up the pathway for this prophetic word for you and I that Peter spoke about. It's that spirit that got inside of Peter that transformed his life. That God trusted him so much that he was the spokesperson we would call it now the keynote speaker to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to us post easter that's why easter so this is what i conclude is that in the 21st century we've got we've got the best deal anywhere in the bible in the environment we find ourselves in and I'm streaming live into homes and mobile devices and screens that are mounted on the wall you can still hear and feel and sense the preaching the transformational message through technology and yes my friend you can even receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit by listening it's a condition of the heart And maybe you've been kind of sequestered in your home, and you're kind of getting, i got to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. And you just need a fresh touch from God. I'm going to ask you in every device that you're watching this on, if you're able to stand, stand with me. And I'm going to pray that God would just descend upon your home. And I'm going to call this a fresh anointing. You say, oh, I've been baptized in the Spirit. My sins have been washed away. But yeah, you've been stuck in the house for the last three and a half weeks, four weeks, and you need a fresh anointing in your Spirit. Yes, we do. Yes, I do. So I'm going to ask you to get the family together and stand. I'm going to ask you to lift up your voice in a minute. And when you close your eyes, you picture yourself that you're right in front of this pulpit. And as if we were actually doing church in Old Town Temecula and I made an altar call and I said if anybody wants a fresh anointing I want you to join me up front and and you picture yourself right here. And if I could get to you I would lay my hands on you and I would bless you. But we're leveraging the value of technology and so I'm going to by faith touch your home. By, By faith I'm going to reach out and anoint your family and your life that you can say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I've been shut in. It's been raining. I haven't even been able to get out and get some fresh air. I haven't been able to take any walks around the block. I've actually been shut in my house, and I'm feeling a little discouraged. But greater is he that is in me. I got a fresh word from the house of God today, and I'm speaking this into your life, a prophetic word. And what makes this work through technology is the power of faith that you hold I'm holding it too but I'm gonna reach it out and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it like seed a farmer on the soil I'm gonna throw the seed and you've got to catch it and you believe it and you bring it in and dad or spiritual leader of your home I want your family right there and I want you to help us get a fresh anointing for everybody if you're a mother and a wife and all the pressure that falls on you And the kids that you're watching 24-7 and you're begging God for this thing to lift, you need a fresh anointing. It's what Easter set up. So let's lift our hands and let's close our eyes and I'm going to pray a prayer of anointing on you. I want you to lift your voice. Families in the home, children, single adults, couples, single mothers, I want you to lift your voice right now and pray for your family. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray this beautiful Easter morning, God, that you would descend upon every household that has voices lifted, every household that has hands lifted, God. They're standing in front of this pulpit, and I'm trying to touch them and anoint them. I'm trying to bring power and faith back to their life. It's the power of Easter, God, that I'm dispensing upon every city, upon every home, upon every live feed, upon every mobile device, and it's the power of God that I feel anointing as I preach this Easter morning, that I release it upon the city, God. I release it up into the neighborhoods. I release it upon the souls and the families. I release it upon the finances. I release it upon the health in the name of Jesus. I do these things unto heaven, God, and you touch us, and you descend upon us, and you bring ministering angels, and you hear voices all across our city crying out for a fresh anointing. You see hands that are lifted, God, and you descend with angels right now. I command this to be so in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name thank you Lord thank you for listening special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry it is because of you that this ministry is possible you can visit our website or church app if you would like to give and if you enjoyed this podcast you can subscribe like and share it with your friends and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life thank you and God bless